Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm your host, Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com and PodcastBath.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. I know you will enjoy listening in to one of the most popular interviews I had the pleasure of hosting as part of the 2015 Goddess Talk Sessions global event. I invite you to light a candle, kick your feet up, and get ready to be inspired by a woman who walks in beauty. Today, it's my honor and pleasure to introduce you to Kendra Thornbury. Kendra helps soul-centered women and evolutionary leaders create spiritual and financial freedom so that they have a greater impact and make more money, all while being true to who they are. She is passionate about making it easy for those called to serve the awakening on the planet to effectively help more people while doubling, tripling, or quadrupling their income. Kendra is an international, highly acclaimed coach with her master's degree. She's a spiritual guide. She's a speaker, facilitator, humanitarian, and entrepreneur. This goddess shines. Kendra is also a self-proclaimed personal growth junkie, and her latest adventure is challenging the status quo, including packing her belongings in storage, right, and traveling for four years and still counting. She's still traveling. Welcome, Kendra. Oh, it's wonderful to be here with you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. It's so nice to come together with you again and to can't wait to find out what you're up to. Uh, but, be- <laughs> but before we came together, I lit a candle for us and smudged, the, smudged my office space and myself. And then I drew a goddess card to inform our time together. Mm. And today, Ostara came up, fertility. It's the perfect time to start new projects, access new ideas, and give birth to new conditions. And there was a part in my heart where I just thought, oh, I just know this is going to resonate with Kendra today. I wonder what she'll have to say about this card. Mm, You're right. It it does resonate. I, uh, I'm I'm excited to, uh, you know, discover and play with that energy of, of new beginnings, new, new, uh, yeah, new things that want to emerge. (laughs) Share a snapshot of what your life looks like right now. And, how you walk in beauty. Hmm. Well, one of the reasons why that uh, a card, that goddess resonates with me is that this morning I went out to, uh, to be on the land where I am currently staying on Bainbridge Island in Washington. I'm on 10 acres of land and uh, they have uh, chickens here. And I went out to their little nest and to see if they had laid any eggs for my breakfast. So when you said that about the goddess, you know, Astara, and I was like, ooh, yes, I, I, this morning I was really feeling connected to the energy of, of you know, birthing. And uh, that's, a, that's a new experience of me, for me, you know, to, to be in the, the ritual of um, connecting with the land and the chickens and, you know, really giving thanks for, for what they birth that, that then nourishes and feeds my body. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I've had chickens now for I guess it's two years. It's been a little over two years. So I'm collecting those eggs every day. 
and uh, and it's been such a blessing in our lives to to watch them and to give thanks for the, this miracle, you know, our miracle breakfasts and everything else, and then to also feed our neighbors uh, and to ha you know have enough to share with community, and so mm -hmm. that you've had that experience just today. And I'm looking at Ostara with her you know golden locks and her basket full of eggs, and just thinking how wonderful that is. <laughs> yeah, it really is, and I love that you you have that ritual as well, and and to share it to share it with the neighbors. You know, it's just such a a wonderful gesture of abundance and and generativity. Um, so you know, I'm here in Washington for for about two months uh, in terms of what my life looks like. As you said in the introduction, I've been on an adventure for for over four years. Um, where my belongings have been in storage in Seattle. And uh, so I've been a, a traveling extensively. And I've pulled back on that just a, a bit this year, um, given that, you know, my, my body and uh, my spirit has been giving me some nudges towards uh, some, some new beginnings. And, and so there's something shifting uh, within me. And uh, so I've been listening, I've been gestating, I've been um, going more deeply inward to uh, understand what is it that wants to be birthed in this next iteration and era of my life. And some of that, you know, honestly has come through some health challenges. You know, there are many ways that, that we get information. And uh, for me this year, it's been through some body talk to say, hey, you know what, there, there's some, something to, to pay attention to uh, more deeply within myself. And I'm happy to expand on that. And then, you know, you asked about how I walk with beauty. Uh, that was part of the question. Uh -huh. but, uh, you know, being here on the land is... Uh, is a walk with beauty, you know, to, to, to rise to the day and gratitude and, and to, to hear the birds and, and to go out and feel the breeze on my face and, you know, put my feet on the earth. Uh, you know, there's a natural rhythm, uh, of course, to, to nature with its cycles and its beauty. I mean, you know, it's summertime, so it's just right. such a glorious uh, time of blossom and smell and color and, so I intentionally every day um, connect with nature and allow nature to inform, you know, who I am and, and how I want to walk with more intention and, and to live in harmony, you know, with the, the, the laws of the universe and nature. And that harmony, I suspect, is when you hear me say walk in beauty, really takes you there and that harmony with the earth and with the seasons and with your body and the flow and the natural rhythm of things. Absolutely. I mean, nature is such a great model for us, for me, um, on how to do it. You know, it's <laughs> like, right. I think we, uh, as humans, we overcomplicate things and we, you know, overlay all these meanings and beliefs and baggage on, on really a very, uh, I think, simple rhythm of life. And, and so, you know, we can struggle and strive and force our way to, uh, to try to get to success or freedom or peace of mind. And, and really, I just, I return again and again. It's like nature knows how to do this. Life knows how to live. 
excuse me, life knows how to live, Kendra. Get out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I can completely relate with that as well. And I'm grateful to be surrounded by water, woods, and wildlife, and my flower gardens. Uh, Watching the, the flowers is a wonderful reminder. You can't rush them. And, but you can love them and take care of them and nourish them and then watch them bloom and then say goodbye when, when the last leaves fall to the ground. And all of that really had nothing to do with me. Yes. <laughs> well said. What comes up for you now, especially with, with some of the challenges and some of the changes that you've been addressing how are you relating to your body and to your sexuality and to your power as a woman that's a great question i uh i've been inquiring about that myself i mean i i've been for many years i've been committed and devoted to my health and my power and my sexuality uh, and it's been an integral part of me uh, you know being happy and feeling good, you know, which I pledged to do in my early 20s, you know, after a a different health crisis, you know, I was just uh, immersed into a world of of thought and belief that was like, you know, how do I want to take responsibility for my life? You know, what, what is the quality of life that I want to live and lead? And so I'm, I'm, uh, well-versed, if you will, in, in the, the journey of, of uh, living in, in what I would call right relations with my body. And for me, that's about prioritizing um, how I feel and, and loving myself as a goddess enough to raise my standards and, and not put up with tolerations and not compromise. Um, and so it's, it's a process. It's an uncovering because it there's a lot of unlearning to do, right? You know, we're so conditioned towards, you know, just kind of putting up with or, you know, mediocrity. So as a woman and as women, you know, it's, it is a journey of reclaiming and remembering the truth of who we are. And so for, for me, my body, my power, my sexuality, it's about reconnecting with the innate wisdom that already lives inside of me, the innate intelligence uh, and so part of that is turning the gaze from outside of me uh, inward, uh-huh. right? You know, we, we are just, we look outside and I've, I've looked outside just to own it uh, and, you know, compare to other people or, you know, what do other leaders or gurus or teachers have to say about my life? And of course, we, we want experts to, to become educated and, and uh, to make informed choices, but for the most part, we lose way with our own intuition and our own inner knowing. Um, and so, uh, you know, this year in particular, I find myself as as I have transitioned, uh, you know, I, I turned 46 and uh, just a couple months ago and I'm noticing changes in my body, you know, my, my cycle is changing and uh, the needs of my body is changing. And, you know, so one of the things, you know, in terms of feeling in my power is, is to really walk with surrender because, you know, I'm, I'm walking that balance between, you know, that, that part of me that like 
wants things to be a certain way. Sure, sure. Uh, and and the unfolding of, of what my body is revealing and, and how to love my way through that and, and, and have acceptance and grace with myself. And it's a tall order sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially when I have this, this voice that comes up like, well, how did that happen? How could that happen? Just yesterday, everything was fine, you know? <laughs> Yes. trying to trying to find the the answer the reason the, and it's just you know this is what it is and how are how are you going to care for yourself in this situation how are you going to better love yourself up what do you need how do you feel and what do you need and then give it to yourself mhm yes yeah and i think uh giving myself permission to allow my process to trust my process you know we're, we're all unique and we have our own set of values and preferences and and, and leanings and uh, you know it's 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 i i believe it's integral to our wellness and our happiness and to my wellness and happiness to to listen and to honor whatever that is you know like so for me this year I, I mean, I'm already highly introverted and, you know, I have a lot of my hermit time, but that's, I've needed that at a whole nother level this year so that I you don't feel the, the stimulus of the external world. Uh, it feels like, I mean, sometimes it feels like it can bombard me, you know, I'm a highly sensitive person. And so I've needed to put up some more boundaries and, uh, you know, say no to some experiences or people um, or you know even some of the the experiences that I used to choose in the past that don't serve me now and and letting that be okay like yeah. this, is, this is my way this is my world and this is the way it needs to be done in order for me to thrive and I just think that's so important for women you know because we can get stuck in the comparison game or well gosh you know I feel guilty I sh- you know I'm being selfish and I just really passionate about us turning those voices around uh, and you know just having that kind of self-care and self-compassion you know mm. here here mm-hmm. speak to more uh, more about your journey of reclaiming your own feminine sovereignty mm. well you know i was so blessed in my mid-20s i was it was finishing up my schooling at Evergreen State College, getting my bachelor's degree. And at that time, I I was studying women's spirituality and, you know, it was new to me. And there was something familiar about, you know, the, the texts I was reading. And, uh, you know, I, I had this sense that there was, there was another way, you know, because uh-huh. I, I felt like, there's this kind of craziness about the world. And there was this nudge inside of me that was like, you know, there's got to be a way that, that I and we can live in, in, in greater harmony and peace and that there's, there's more ease and abundance. And, and so as I started studying, you know, women's spirituality, there was, there was something that was aroused inside me that was like, I, I know this somewhere in my being, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then 
I, gosh, you know, the universe is, is so wonderful, you know, when, when I allow it to be and the synchronicities and the resources, they're always there. You know, I believe it's a friendly universe. It's a benevolent, kind place. And that was a, no exception for me. When I was 25 years old, I happened upon a, a community of, of women. And, uh, you know, it's a long story, but just the short version is, is that I I uh, got to attend a ceremony, and since that time, I've attended this annual ceremony for 23 years, and uh, I, I go and unplug completely in many regards, you know, electronics and, and contact with the outer world, and um, just allow myself to experience a small group of, of women, a community, and, uh, you know, we do purification. So that's where I was introduced to sweat lodge ceremony. And, uh, and, and we do what's called a long night. And we drum and we dance our intentions and our prayers for the year to the full moon all night. Oh. And, uh, you know, that very first year, it just, it just cracked me open. I mean, I just was like, I, I felt like I was, I was, you know, in another time in another dimension. And you were. And, 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 <laughs> oh my, oh, we've done this before. We yeah. know how to dance. We know how to, to live in, in, with the, 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 the beauty of our bodies and, and to open up to the, the feminine mysteries. And that's where I was introduced to, you know, the significance of our cycles and the moon and, you know, the, the mysteries of, of, of my own blood. And it, it just, I, I get chills just remembering oh. it was just such an initiation. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and so that's, I mean, I am who I am today because of that walk in the world. Um, it is, it is a practice, you know, and, and a way of being to embrace and embody the feminine every day. Uh, especially in a world that has oppressed the feminine, is is frightened of the feminine, right. and at the same time enamored by the feminine. You know, we really do have a, a, a tug of war, conflictual relationship with the feminine. We want it and we don't want it. It's like, oh, it's so beautiful. It's so luscious. I'm so attracted to it. And then like, ooh, but it's just so big. And I, I don't know how to handle it because I can't, I, you can't, measure and analyze the feminine like you can with the masculine you know no you sure can't you know it's it's mysterious it's unknown it's unfolding it's unfurling and and uh so some of it's just been how do i incorporate that way of being in my day-to-day -day life and and so that's a big part of my walk you know how i run my business is very feminine oriented how i relate to money is very fair, feminine oriented and so on. I mean, I could fill in the blank, but it's been an intentional process of, of um, you know, bringing the aspect of feminine into different areas of my life so that I feel more balanced and grounded in all that I am. Mm. Your story made me think about how grateful I am. I'm, I'm going to sacred ground this weekend and for a sweat and supporting my teacher uh, some women who are coming for a healing weekend. There's just something about being there and being a part of it. And even if it's, you know, just a couple of days a year, it's yes. so profound. And yes. to just drop the mask, 
Yes. Release your shoulders and be available. However, I'll need to be available. Uh, and for my personality, that's been uh, really refreshing because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't have any control over what's going to happen. I'm not running the show. <laughs> uh, the sh you know, there is no show. It's, uh, it's so cool. It's such a great really teaching every single time. Mm, yes, beautiful. I'm so glad you have that. And, you know, I just really encourage and implore each, each person tuning in to, to make space for this kind of sacredness in your life. And uh, I, I love what you said about taking away the masks, you know, our, we, we have a, a very prominent ego um, driven aspect of ourself and our, our society and our world. And I think that, you know, the transition that, and the awakening that we all sense and are a part of, of seeing uh, occur right now is the feminine is on the rise. And it's, it's needed and necessary to help us restore balance and uh, you know, there's a part of us that 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 is longing and craving to move from this this ego consciousness, which strives and wants control, and really on some level is never satisfied. And we want to drop into our soul. We drop into the con higher consciousness of our our essential and true self. And uh, that's a beautiful thing to be able to share that with others. Oh, it sure is. Mm -hmm. And you said the divine feminine is calling you home to your true self mm -hmm. where your riches reside. Yes. I just thought that was so perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it seems to just tie into your practice, the way that you know your life, your business, everything. Mm -hmm. uh, as you talk about earlier, you talked about uh, relating to your money in a yes. feminine way. T talk a little bit more about that. Yeah, thank you. I'd love to. <laughs> I, I think the what I want to touch on is what you said about the feminine calling us home to return to ourselves where our riches reside is that, you know, because we've looked as I was describing my personal journey and recognizing looking outward for the answers for the solutions for approval for validation, and for riches. Um, I think we've we've come to falsely believe that somehow outside of ourselves we we will come into more of something that will fill the void and and um, that's just not true. Uh, there is there is no void in the sense of you know something being wrong with us, uh, something in us that needs to be completed, something within us that needs to be fixed or made whole. You know, we already are whole. We are complete. We are we are divinely perfect. Um, but you know, for a variety of reasons, we've got this broken belief system, and therefore we believe something within us is broken. And what I've discovered through my own trials and tribulations with money, because I, you know, I, I, for a long time, I struggled I was trying to get by. And, you know, I thought uh, as I started my business that, you know, maybe I wasn't going to make it. Maybe I couldn't be an entrepreneur. And I just didn't want to, I couldn't fathom that as a reality to let go of my dreams because I'm, I'm a very freedom loving woman and I'm, I'm a bad employee because <laughs> I, I, I like to live on my terms. Uh -huh. And, uh, and so I really went into this, this 
examination and, and more than examination, it, I, I, I welcomed spirit to start teaching me how I could relate to money through the sacred lens. Because I, I had been walking this path of spiritual intention for many years in many regards, but money was separate. You know, it's this, oh, it's money, you know, right. it's this, this other thing. And it didn't have anything to do with me. It didn't have anything to do with, you know, my spiritual ideals or values. And so I've really, you know, I just went through this process of, of deconstructing and reconstructing my relationship with money. And then, you know, now I, I share that with others. And I think it's so important because especially for us who care about what's going on for our planet and for uh, our humanity and, and how we're going to move forward in a good way that, that genuinely uplifts, respects, and dignifies all our relations, um, we, we need to figure out this money game um, and, and get the currency in the hands and the hearts of, of people who are the change makers. And so... I think a core part of it is is really uh, releasing ourselves from this belief that money is this thing, abundance is this this place that is outside of us, and going inward and recognizing that I am already rich, and money is just an energy that when I utilize the wisdom and the skills and the medicine that exists inside of me, I can use money as an instrument for experience and and to, to be of service to others. Everything changes when you live from that truth. Everything does. Everything changes. It it's uh it's monumental the the shifts I've experienced in my life and you know with my experience of wealth and abundance and money and uh, in all areas. But it it. You know, it's another one of those times where I think that we can overcomplicate things and it's like, oh, but there's got to be something. Right. Be, you know, the ego is kind of gets in that bright, shiny object. It's like, well, no, there, there's got to be something more. And it's like, no, it really is within. It really is. <laughs> and I found that when when you can relax and trust that, mm -hmm. when when you don't feel like you have to somehow... Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm picturing my, my, my fist clench or, you know, like grabbing, grabby, grabby, yes. needy, needy. Uh, as soon as I, as soon as I started to relax into knowing that the gifts that I have are of extreme value and they might not be for everyone, but for those who are attracted to, to my energy or what I have to offer or, um, you know, and this, of course, relates to more than just business. It relates to everything. Oh, yeah. And as soon as I could just relax and receive, relax, allow, receive, you know, it's just, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, such a beautiful message. And I know that, that for many of our listeners, that, that's probably like, that's too simple. But really, uh, it really is that simple. If you can be living from that place, isn't it? Is, is that been your experience as well? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, it, the feminine <clears throat> qualities that you just described are <clears throat> so present and available to us right now. Our ability to relax, allow and receive those are feminine qualities. And 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 so, you know, <clears throat> we are we are healing from having been, you know, just conditioned really 
to an overdriven masculine side and and i would go in, as far as saying you know we we've really been exposed to the shadow of the masculine primarily um and and so we don't we don't trust like we we have in other times in our body and our being uh and 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 so you know i think that's part of our task before us is is to just bit by bit you know i can relax and trust i can relax and trust you know i like to say relax into your riches mm. it, it's already there um and it does seem very counter to you know what what we've come to to know um but i just really want to implore you all to to trust that you know what what you're hearing us share that place that resonates inside of you that that you can have faith in that you know you really can that's such that's so, so important and this entire conversation has has been amazing but that piece to remember because i know i i'm hearing it all too often but i'm working so hard and i have so much to share and i'm not making ends meet or um you know for, how come i'm I'm yes. putting all this energy out, 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 and it and it does. It comes right back to what we've been talking about all along. Yes, is it, it's beautiful. Yes, you are a creator. Yes, of course you are. Uh, but with that, with that creation, become you know comes these other pieces that all need to be flowing together, not forced, mm -hmm. not coming from a place of desperation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about some of your favorite ways to care for yourself, some of your favorite mm. sacred feminine rituals, because I know you have a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite, another simple tool is smudging. Mm. Um, I use sage as part of my, my ritual. And, you know, this one's important to me because... Um, you know, I mentioned I'm highly sensitive, and I, I think a lot of us are. You know, we have empathic abilities, and we feel a lot. And you know, especially in a time where, um, yeah, there, there's just a lot of stimulus in the world. And so, it it just to light a match, you know, and get a little flame going and burn that sage. It just immediately drops me in. I feel the cleansing. Uh, I mean, it's it's a purifying uh, plant, which is why you smudge, right? And uh -huh. I just gently waft that over me and uh, close my eyes. And it just, you know, it's an instant state change for me. Um, it, it is for me, too. I have... Uh... <laughs> I have a smudge bowl you know, in my office, yeah. in my bedroom, down in the living room, uh, and love sage and love palo santo and and sweet grass has really been uh, re i've really been drawn to sweet grass uh in a, in a big way recently uh, all of it though and to and it's such a again a simple beautiful mm -hmm. purifying just whoosh, clean it up yes yes clean mm. it up clear the space here <laughs> clear my mind of clutter and you know open my heart and just ground my body just remember it, it is how it's amazing how quickly that is that I can I can return you know to myself uh -huh. just through that mm -hmm. and I think that's again another important easy 
tool that, that we've just shared because uh, here's an example. Today, this morning, I wanted to get some errands done before I started uh, the interview process and uh, things didn't go as smoothly as I'd hoped they would in, in being out and about and getting home on time and all, all that needed to be done to prepare. Uh, and I could really feel myself starting to ball up and to constrict and to just kind of get bitchy and just, ah. and, and it's also super humid here and extraordinarily hot and humid, which it normally isn't. And, uh, so it's all of those things kind of playing a factor. And I just started getting in that space and I thought, oh, I know what I need. <laughs> and I went and I got my smudge bowl and I lit my sage and I feather fanned my body and I exhaled and it is magic because yes. because from that moment forward all of that other stuff I left behind some yeah. of it probably wasn't even mine based on where I'd gone no. you know and there's no question so uh so smudge look into it uh if you haven't if you don't already have a practice it's a wonderful sacred practice yes. and we need these tools and you know, it's, it's when you're in those spaces, I, I love that you just describe what was going on because that is something, you know, day to day, we can all get all, you know, un, yeah, just out of, out of sorts with, with the day to day goings ons. And, uh, you know, when we're in that space, if we don't pause, if we don't take the time for it, then it just feeds off itself. You know, the rest of the day, just, it, it just, you know, wells up with more of that kind of chaotic frenzy energy um and so that's one of the reasons why it's important to have rituals and tools um in your tool bag so that uh you know you can you can remember oh yeah this is the time to do that even though your ego is in a way getting you know it, it gets fed off of that kind of that craziness sure um and it can be the hardest time to take the time for it because you can get into the scarcity mode and think i don't have time for that right right <laughs> um but no, it's actually, no, this is the time for that. <laughs> it truly is. It truly, I, my, my daughter just kind of looked at me and was like, okay. And then, you know, departed. And I thought, oh, yes, yes, yes. Let's, let's take care of ourselves. We know what we need to do. You have a fabulous free gift to share today. Mm -hmm. And I'd love for you to uh, tell us a little bit more about three keys to making money being you. Mm -hmm. I'd be glad to. Um, this is an ebook that was birthed uh, from my own dark night of the soul with money and uh, power, really, because, you know, I'm thinking of your question before about my, my walk with my power. I think that, you know, money isn't about money. And uh, I, I think it's important to say that because we can pass off so quickly, like, oh, that that's not my thing or that's not my issue. And, you know, when you get to know um, your relationship with money more closely, you understand that, you know, it is about your power. It's about how to be at choice. It's about how to utilize, you know, manifesting uh, mindset that uh, that helps you be free um, and, and to create sovereignty, right? To, to be your own authority in life. And so, you know, that was the opposite for me for many years. I felt very helpless. I felt, you know, I was just, I, I didn't, I didn't know through, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't know how to create a livelihood and a way of being that honored the truth of who I was um, and have money in my life. 
So that's why it's it's about being true to you because there's a lot of people that, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, money's not an issue. But if they really look at it, it's like, um, do you feel like you're at choice with it? You know, I've, I've worked with a lot of six and seven figure entrepreneurs who, you know, they've got that kind of worldly like, oh, yeah, look at her. She's successful. But when you, when you start to break it down, like they don't have time freedom, they don't really feel like their values are intact. So right. I'm really passionate about becoming the attractive force to money in a way that that honors you know what's what's true for you the lifestyle that you want to lead as well as the legacy that you want to leave and so i was able to through my dark night you know just whittle down these three keys that that were the game changer for me um you know i talk about some of the mistakes that i see coaches and and healers and light workers make and you know how how to to do it differently um, so yeah, it's, it's a great ebook and I'm, I'm glad to offer it to you all as a, as a tool and a gateway to more abundance. Thank you so much. And of course, Kendra's gift is located on her speaker page. You can get it there, uh, very easily. No worries. It's just a quick click and then you'll be transferred over to her site where you can get a hold of three keys to making money being you immediately. Kendra, I have enjoyed our conversation so much today and it's just wild that it's over <laughs> but before I send you back uh, to the rest of your day and and say goodbye to you I'd love to know if there is a message that you'd like for us to sit with that you'd like to leave us with today hmm I return to that place of of uh, resonance that that we shared around your divine feminine part beckoning you, calling you home to yourself, to your inner riches, and that you know you are enough, and that you are worthy, and that you are deserving. Um, many times we don't trust those inner riches that are there because we've had something happen in our past that we we believe then that um, makes us the exception to the rule. But uh, nobody is, and life life loves you, and you are worthy. Thanks for listening to the Transformation Goddess podcast. If you're interested in walking in beauty, visit transformationgoddess.com and claim our free audio series.